Hello and uh, welcome to In, In Line, Line with, with a Mary, Mary Berry. Berry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lord, the synchronization's a work in progress, people. Okay, let's get started with some power move quick takes. Okay, a series in which Sarah and I will go back and forth and list short things that are indeed power moves, mm-hmm. aka flexes. Mm-hmm. Take it away, Sarah. Well, first of all, driving a brown Tesla is a power move. That's a power move. Getting up to go to the bathroom when you're in the window seat on a flight. Oh my god. A power move. <laughs> that is such a power move. Driving with AirPods in, that's a power move. Not having eyelash extensions when you live in Orange County. A Ooh. power move. Well, <laughs> going to Phil's on a weekday. Only only Bay Area people. I guess only California people will get that one. Not using a case on your iPhone X. Ten. Sorry, Ooh. iPhone ten. Power I've move. never seen someone do that, so. Uh, wearing a white dress is a power move. Capital P, capital M. Especially if you're at a theme park. That is a power move. Especially if you have to sit anywhere. Okay, we're not supposed to comment on these. Okay, we're that's just- right. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we have a podcast. We just elaborate. <laughs> Having a public finsta. Power move. <laughs> Drag me. Having a San Francisco street parking permit. Power move. Deleting all your photos with an X off of social media. Power move. <laughs> Using Avion. Yeah. <laughs> also, I drank that the entire time I was in France. Oh, my God. It's a French brand. Okay. Oh, my God. Getting Coke in your clear, free water cup when you're at Chipotle. Power, Power move. move. Having a clock that doesn't have digital numbers on it. That's a power move. It is. And now, roll the intro music. Alrighty, folks, we're on to podcast number two, and the only reason we're actually doing this is because we got such warm, incredible, lovely feedback from the rest of you that you actually wanted to hear a second pod. Mm-hmm. We have pretty big egos, but we're only doing this because you guys actually want it. We wouldn't just be doing a pod if no one were going to listen to it, so. Yeah, no, I was very much encouraged by the number of DMs that I got, the amount of, like, tweets that I got people were just like making I like when people make like specific comments about like something that we were talking about because it's proof that you didn't just like tune in and yes. immediately tune the yes fuck out. so if you have a com- specific comment about something we said in the pod and you want to let us know hashtag in line with a Maryberry and we'll be checking that hashtag and retweeting and commenting back to you guys but overwhelmingly my favorite thing about this podcast has been the reviews I didn't we didn't even really mention it in the last podcast that we'd like you guys to leave reviews mm-hmm. on iTunes mm-hmm. because we're live on iTunes, we're live on Spotify, we're live on Stitcher, we're live on pretty much every you listen to podcasts now, which is very, very exciting. But mm-hmm. the iTunes reviews are actually what help us get noticed and reach a larger audience so that, you know, you could talk about in line with a Mary Berry with more people if if it gets out. That would be more. great. That'd ma- be awesome. Maximize attention. So if you could leave us a review, we would genuinely cherish it we literally read every single word of every single review we do i love the one that was like someone identifying as a catherout disciple <laughs> yes that was so good <laughs> the, the way you guys titled them is super funny and also you guys always saying like hey like i don't listen to podcasts but i love this or i mm-hmm. love this about it and a lot of you said for first time potters which i guess is a thing podcaster is a potter i don't know I don't for like first that. time i don't like that either <laughs> i'm a potter i'm a potter i'm a potter it pud. <laughs> um for first time potters you said we did pretty well which is 
very very encouraging yeah. so we're back with another one yeah here and we we're go. pretty excited about it we decided we decided to start off the episode with power moves um just because that's something that we definitely tweet probably t- like sarah has too many drafts in her tweets oh my god that, that's so. literally like <laughs> in my notes it was because of my drafts i was doing like my my bi-weekly cleaning of uh-huh. the drafts <laughs> and i was like all of these are the same format it's just me roasting people for being far too powerful <laughs> one of the ones that i didn't get to that i really thought was thinking about when i was driving is like people who willingly drive to lead their, the traffic so you know how cars mm-hmm. drive in like chunks like okay chunks. well in, <laughs> in chunks <laughs> people in general drive with f- no fucking sense of urgency around here and people willingly including my dad okay willingly drive at, go to the at the very front of the crowd just so they can be like in the front i just think like it's they'll so- pass people just to be in the front yeah and then they go like 40 and I'm like, because they want to like lead the traffic. Yeah, it's such a thing. Like any time of day that it, there's no traffic on like the 280, it's always happening. That's Sarah a cult. Sarah lives in SoCal for three, four years and starts saying I love the 280. <laughs> it's the 280. The 280. It's 280, bitch. It's 280. <laughs> Living in SoCal, I weave through traffic at 110 miles per hour cruise control. So if anyone oh goes God. under 80 around One here. One of the power moves I was going to say is like, being in the left turn lane in LA and not turning on a stoplight because like it, this is so obscure but in LA like if you're gonna turn left you have to turn when the light's red because if you, if you wait till it's green you'll never go you because, taught me that yeah it's crazy down there you like, just have to scream and play your music so loudly that you can't hear anything from outside your car and you're fine I just think driving like driving behavior is so interesting mm-hmm. like I was asking on Twitter the other week or maybe it was Instagram like if people drive if they sing when they drive hmm. because that's like a real like that's like a self-care activity for me is like singing along in the car when I drive mm-hmm. so I was wondering like do other people do that because when I pass people on the freeway I never see anyone singing Mm-mm. but I am always like if the music's on like I'm probably singing along to it Sarah will literally sing along even if she doesn't even know the lyrics yeah we've, <laughs> we've gone over this it'll literally just be like it's gonna get copyrighted even if that's not a real song <laughs> gonk i wish i could make that bass sound effect with my mouth i wish i wish we had a soundboard we could just oh my god put it in there god i remember when i was in redlands so i got my car like i was allowed to bring it down i think the middle of my sophomore year and there was a time when i was driving on redlands boulevard and i think it the light turned green and i was like trying to figure out my phone or something like that so Mm -hmm. I stopped and the minivan behind me um was like honking me which is like totally normal because like you honking me honking at me (laughs) honking (laughs) me god I'm like Jesus and so and so I like I I think I went to the I, I was in the very most right lane so then I switched to the left lane and they passed by me and we were next to each other and literally the driver this like Hispanic woman rolls down the window puts her middle finger out and just completely roasts the fuck out of me and i like i was just scared like there this is when it would have very much come in handy i've always said this to have a little handful of pebbles to chuck at people oh my god if i had pebbles in my car i've done i haven't because i would abuse this yeah if i had pebbles in my car that i could just throw at people when they're being little shits on the road but then they would swerve and hit somebody else I think they like, just get Ow. mad. Well, oh, yeah. at a stoplight maybe. Yeah, at a stoplight. But then if you're at a stoplight and you throw pebbles, you have to do it right when the light turns green. Otherwise, you <laughs> just hope be that they there. like don't follow you. Yeah, that's fair. See, this is why I didn't do that. It's better as a concept, as a concept. 
concept. When I was editing the first episode, that was like my favorite part was when we were like, because when you first record the podcast, you're like, I don't know how playful I can get with this. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know how weird I can get because definitely I'm, I'm sure a lot of you listening can get with this. Like on YouTube, there's a certain persona that's like pretty normal. Hey guys. Yeah. It's like, Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. Blah, 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 blah. I'm so excited about this week's video. It's going to be amazing. And like, I, because I'm like, so trying to make sure everyone like likes the video and, and is not going to leave me nasty comments. I make it very like, you know, normalized, but on podcasts, it's definitely valued to be weird, like to do weird things, especially with your voice. Like yeah. Sarah and I, Sarah doesn't listen to podcasts, but when we do listen to podcasts, it's Noelle and Cody Coe's. Noah Muller and Cody Coates because mm. they do just funny, weird inside jokes that then become our inside jokes. Yeah. So I think that's the goal for me is to say something on here that like if concept could become an inside concept. joke for our listeners, <laughs> if anytime someone says concept, you could just say concept. <laughs> I would just live for, I live I for wish that. that they, you know how on the Apple emoji keyboard they have like that B? Yeah, the red I wish B. that they had a G. International House Concept. Of- and an asshole house of concept. <laughs> of concept. Oh my god. Fucking yeah. If I could if if I could make an adjustment to something on iPhone, I think that you should be able to customize ways to react to instead of the ha ha, the exclamation yeah. mark, the love. Like I think you should be able to react as like hey. hey. <laughs> Just it could be funny. Like react with an emoji. Yeah, like you know how you hold down a text and it'll be like yeah. react to So you can choose what you want to react with. Yeah, or like oh my god, if you could react yeet. 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 <laughs> so funny. Yeah, it's like hey, I'm on my way. Yeet. Or like I love you. Yeet. Oh. oh that's <laughs> way better. <laughs> if someone texts me I love you, that's what you get. <laughs> yeet. <laughs> yeah, Sarah doesn't do well with that. It's like, Sarah, you mean so much to me. I don't even think you'd probably respond to that text. You'd just be like, <laughs> red. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. Puts it's... you on red. Lately, I don't know. I, I've just been getting a lot of really nice DMs. I got a really, really sweet text from someone the other day. <clears throat> and like, I had to literally, I think I had just finished my run. And so my brain was already like on zero. But like, I had to reread it and rewrite my reply like three or four times because the way that I react is just like so not cordial. Like I'm not like thank you so much. Like that means a lot to me. It's always just like ah, I love you so. You're like girl, this girl, is so crazy. I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah, I baby. can't believe like you admire me. Like I admire you. Like, <laughs> and you send like 17 in a row instead of like one long text. You mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. you're like girl, that means so much. Oh, I just gee. can't believe that. Oh, it's, like, I just da da da. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Heart, 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 heart. Oh. Every type of pink heart. Every the two little ones, the one that's like growing. Oh my god, I, I like that one. I like oh, the pumping one. Pumping the, the pumping one. <laughs> the that's pumping. that's an inside joke we've adopted. Yes. And it, at first we were making. At first you didn't understand it, and no. then it just. Quickly... I thought he was saying bump it, bump it and crash it, pump the podcast I views, pump it, and then I crash it, crash it. Oh. The other thing we were going to say is we are doing a new program. Like, <laughs> That's a good... I don't know if I want to call it a program. It sounds like we're at a choir. 
concert if you call it a program uh, uh, <laughs> yeah yeah I, I don't know what to call this but anyway we're doing this new program <laughs> where if you share our podcast so if you after listening to this or while you're listening to it share it on your instagram story or your twitter and you tag us at iomu i-o-m-o-o and mm-hmm. kather out k-a-t-h-e-r-o-u-t one day we're not gonna have to do that i really hope i don't have to spell it <laughs> But they're not exactly phonetically, like if I just say Cather out, people yeah. sometimes don't know how to spell it. Yeah. I hope they would. But yeah. anyway, if you share it and tag us, we will enter you into a raffle mm. where we're playing with this idea, but we're playing with the idea of we will go and review your profile. We will scrutinize the absolute fuck out of it. Like, we don't want to say we're going to roast you, but scrutinize we're we're we'll review it <laughs> yes we'll audit it and we'll give you feedback and it's gonna be fun it's not gonna be like us tearing you apart it's gonna be like a playful fun little segment but it'd be a cool way for you to get a shout out on the podcast and for us to get a shout out to your community because usually the people that you're friends with also listen to the same yeah. things you listen to so maybe i'll just do a short story about your avatar that could also a short we'll do a haiku <laughs> We'll have fun with it, but if you want to be part of that and get a little shout out and have us check out your profile, just go ahead and share it and tag us. Mm-hmm. And yeah, preferably the, pre- preferably the iTunes link, but if not iTunes and Spotify, I guess, because mm-hmm. most people have Spotify. Yeah, now point. we're on Spotify. It That's is a new really, thing. it is, guys, it's a crazy feeling to like go on the platform that you listen to all your music to and see yourself as an artist on that. It's crazy. I think, it's crazy. I think, so if you follow me on Instagram, um, I got this from Catherine, but I love screen recording music, like maybe once a week or something like that. Sometimes I go crazy. And so it doesn't matter. <laughs> sometimes I, was, I pop out. <laughs> sometimes I just pump it. <laughs> and so I was, the fact that I was screen recording our podcast off of iTunes and sharing that, it just felt so weird. I was like, wow, like we really did that. Like the yeah the yeah it, I told you about that. It's weird that like we usually share other people's music, and now we get to share like our own content. Yeah, and even though it's similar to YouTube in the in the the way that you just sort of self publish things, mm-hmm. it's just different. It just feels like we have like this validation. Yeah, I, I don't agree. know. And the reviews are even more validating. But anyway, we can gush about how much we love this podcast, or we can just actually talk. So. Yeah, we could just actually talk. I guess. On the topic of Instagram, I think Sarah had a little something that she wanted to say. Yeah. So I've been seeing. I don't want to, okay, I don't want to give this girl clout because this is exactly the kind of... Is pump. it Emma Chamberlain? Yes. But, okay. Is, is it, it, it? Is that the girl who has the guns? Yeah. No, 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 no. The curly hair? The the blonde girl with the curly hair? No, no, no. Oh, That's my God. Different. No, I don't know what her name is. Okay, I thought yeah. we were actually thinking about the same person, and no. I was like, whoa. Wow. Wow. No, so, so there's this girl who, you know, she she's like pro-gun rights or whatever. I don't know where that she is. You know why I don't know this stuff? Because I don't give her any attention. I think that that's something that we need to work on in terms of instead of roasting someone and the quoted retweet has like popped off, Uh just like don't give people negative attention. But regardless, so gay Twitter was like roasting the absolute fuck out of this girl for saying that she doesn't have any gay friends or something. (laughs) And they were like, well, maybe if you had a gay friend, they would have told you that you need some texture after you facetune your (gasps) face. Oh, I saw that. And I, I died. Saw that. I died because they're like, I, once you smooth your face on Facetune or something, you have to add texture to it. Otherwise, yeah. we can tell you no, Facetuned it. That's always been a life hack. And I, so I follow like, I don't even know what these Instagrams are categorized as, but like, there are these accounts, like these baddie accounts, that like all the girls are really pretty, but like, it's not any of those girls. Like, it's some other third person who's like just collecting pictures of pretty girls who like match their aesthetic. And every single one of those baddies. They facetune the absolute fuck out of their face. And Aww. then they put, like, 
Well, okay. I, I think it's, it's not fair. sad. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. But then they like put noise over it. Like green. Or yeah, I yeah. guess on Photoshop it's called noise. But yeah, okay, they, yeah, they yeah. like they put like a texture over it so that it just looks like normal texturized skin. And like it's fine. And like if you ever wanted to, you know, finesse the selfie game like yeah. these baddies do, then that's the way to go. And I think that's better than having like being like so ridiculously smoothed out and then being like, Hey yeah. guys. <laughs> it's fun. Like Facetune is so interesting and I hadn't used it for the longest time and I just started using it because I wanted to do a 3D effect where you can have red and blue in the same thing. Mm. And it, it, actually the free version of Facetune doesn't even have that. But I kept it because I had a really bad experience with a fake tan in Europe and I needed to smooth out this like little patch of like we'll just call it peeling skin. <laughs> it was the fake tan. Really gross. I don't really want to be talking about this for very much longer, but <laughs> I had to smooth it out because otherwise like all my photos would be ruined mm-hmm. and you guys would be like, what happened? Like, does she have a rash on her chest? Like what is going on? I'll say this. One thing that I think has helped me be mentally happier and have a good Instagram is being open to the idea of you know post-production edits that need to be done so for instance there have been so many times like when we went to color factory we were in this disco room where people just kept so it's like this cool disco like ceiling but then people kept walking by and like I decided I would rather have like like a burst of photos and then like kind of edit them together so that you know there's no not people walking in the background or something then be like so stubborn and be like I have to get one where there's no one behind me like that has helped me be just like I don't want to say complacent but like just less picky and like happier with the content that I get to share well you you I think it was a tweet or it was on Instagram or something you shared this notion that people always think that millennials put so much work into like I gotta take a photo of this food like it's Mm, such a big mm -hmm. deal when people like oh I just want to take a photo of my food or Mm -hmm. I just want to like take a photo of me like twirling outside this like monument or whatever and people get so they get lit up about it because they're like I don't want to like wait and wait for you to take an aesthetically photo I just want to like live my life and live in the moment live in the moment live in moment let's not take a photo of our food but it's like hey it literally takes 30 seconds to take a photo of the food and then you get to have a fun photo of the food you're just capturing it on your camera yeah and then like if you post on instagram like i love looking through my instagram like when i catch up with people if they haven't been like if they don't haven't been watching my youtube videos or whatnot like i can just look through my instagram and be like oh you know what like i was here i was here i was Mm -hmm, here i mm -hmm. went to the color factory i went to the beach these were all the things i did in the last couple of months yeah otherwise my mind just draws a blank like it's so nice to have those moments yeah i think that like I, I'm the, this is again, my philosophy, my iron coming in action. I, I can see it both ways. Like I've definitely been on the other side when I'm like, okay, like we are going so above and beyond like finessing this restaurant. We should probably just like eat our food or whatever. But I also, I don't know. Like, I just think that like, because of how profitable lifestyle accounts can be and like blogging and like the, especially cause I have analytics and insight on for my account. So I can really like see like all of the aesthetic things that I post I know that there are people out there who like absolutely cannot deal with when I want to share an ice cream cone like I get it like it's fine like it literally hurts my body sometimes to hit publish but I know that I have to because it matches my feed but (laughs) it's very encouraging when I look at the numbers and I'm like wow like okay okay first of all I'm trying not to make fun of myself for things that flop because I think that and granted this is just me saying this because I'm at a privilege now that I've surpassed 2,000 followers. But, like, just sharing Thanks things. Thanks to a lot of you, by the way. Yes, I know. I It really it really happened after we launched the podcast, so that's awesome. But um, 
what was I saying? Oh, uh, yeah, just sharing, just sharing things because that's what you want to share and not because of any other reason. I mean, everyone has those moments when they're like, this picture will pop off and like it will get the numbers it deserves. But I don't know, like not like I, it, it can be really shitty to worry too much about. I go through waves. Yeah. So I go through waves where I'm like, I'm going to post this because I genuinely like this photo of the yeah. beach and I don't care how many likes I get. I just want to publish it so that I have a collection of photos that I like. Right. You know, and then there's other moments where it's like, no, I kind of do want the feedback from my yeah. audience and I kind of do want the support here. Or Depending on what you Yeah. Like shared. if, it, if it, like we, I posted on Instagram when we launched our podcast and I didn't know how many likes that photo would get like of, hey guys, like your problematic faves just launched a <laughs> podcast. Like, but if that had gotten like, for my numbers like you know 200 likes or something instead of like the normal like 1k it would have been really devastating and yeah be like, people don't support the podcast like there's certain things i want it on but i don't know for me in general like i know a lot of people think social media is really unhealthy but i personally really like creating content and i think that the creativity that i put into like doing my instagram stories and editing mm. the photos before i post them on insta is so good for mental health like i love editing photos and i love doodling and i love doing all that kind of stuff and i think that saying that all that's un like just blatantly unhealthy all the time it doesn't do a service to the creativity and the flow that you can get into when you do those things i agree i think that that's literally why things like museum of ice cream 29 rooms color factory that's like why um they're so popular, popular. Ridiculously. Yeah. like those and i wrote a linkedin article on it those things were not supposed to last as long as they have yeah like museum of ice cream or um color factory was supposed to be a one or two month pop-up it's lasted 11 or 12 months at this point it was fun that is the amount of support and like tourism and appeal it has mm -hmm. Like I don't, that has like, that, you have to you have to respect that. Yeah, I don't remember who I saw this from, <clears throat> but I saw it on some Instagram Explore feed caption. But some girl was saying like, "Yeah, you go to you go to Europe, you go to museums," and um, she was just kind of elaborating on how people don't really take pictures of the inside of museums. I mean, okay, there's like the whole like Tumblr aesthetic of like me standing in front of a painting, Picasso. but people people don't really go to museums to share the, the art art, actual museum. art yeah and so unless you're at, like the broad yeah <clears throat> or it's like literally great Mona museum Lisa. by the way like one of my favorite museums if you ever go to la it's free wait in line for it like just people always ask my la rex and i don't have a google doc to share but mm -hmm. that is my favorite museum i do have to broad. say if you think about it like when i went to broad um what's the name of the balloon dog artist jeff coons jeff coons when i went with my friend i don't think that we were we were doing it in a way because we went on like a Tuesday in the afternoons. So there wasn't there weren't that many people there, but um, we definitely were trying to do like our own little like photo shoot thing. And I can so see some I think I want to say Museum of Ice Cream is like the first organization that kind of did like the interactive museum experience. Yeah. But I can definitely see why they were like, OK, let's give people a community where you can do this kind of stuff and not be like attacked. Because I remember I was like trying to get a pic with my friend and people were like getting butthurt that I was standing in front of it. Yeah. And I was getting butthurt because I was like, look, like, yeah, OK, I could just take a picture of it and share it to my feed. But like, you don't understand that like if I, like there's this, this whole thought process of like if I'm standing in front of it and I'm wearing this outfit, then I can like get this amount of exposure and like I think it'll like do this well it's like and an I think entrepreneurial blah, blah, blah. experience yeah for but Sarah. but but yeah and I think that to an extent it, it just helps me with my brand and I don't know why I have to justify that but not to you but to people so it really bothers me when it comes off as like just super conceited girls who want to take 
pics that are going to go on Facebook in front of like a thing. Which like, okay, I can see why there you think is, that. There but... is like an essence of that. You yeah. can't say there's not No, that. there definitely is the answer. Like I'm definitely, I definitely am conceited when I'm like, I'm going to go stand in front of this thing and block it. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to have to deal with it. it. Yeah. It's very conceited. But who was it that tweeted? Was it like Ezra Conant? There was someone that tweeted like, you can take when you, like when I go to the Eiffel Tower, there are 6,000 much better photos of the Eiffel Tower at sunset than I could ever take with my iPhone. Like, if you want to just post a photo of the Eiffel Tower, there are so many out there that already exist on Flickr that are mm-hmm. really nice quality and really good. Mm-hmm. But there are no photos out there that exist of you in front of the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. And so when you take a photo of you in front of it, it's then a unique original photo that no one else can have. And that just, like, creates some special... That's just special. Yeah. Like, you feel like you created something that no one else could have created versus, like, I know that the photos I post of just, like, you know, of landmarks that everyone else sees, like, they're not that great of photos. They're fine. But they're not, like, as best as they could possibly be when I look at Instagram photographers that, like, have crazy edits, you know? Yeah. I think this has always resonated with me, but I remember when I was in seventh grade, when I first got my DSLR, I got, my dad gave me a Nikon D50, which was one of the original uh, DSLR cameras that was um, automatic. Thanks, dad. I know. I was like, shut the fuck out. And so that camera went to hell so fast. Like I brought it to (laughs) medieval times. Did it like melt or something? Yeah. When we, when we went to, when we went, when we first met, we went to medieval times and medieval TMS. Medieval TMS. And I think I spilled Coke. Well, first of all, you have to eat all the food with your hands yeah and it's dark it's, yeah, it's dark. dark and i like spilled my okay cup. so you have these all around the u.s you, i almost went to the one near atlanta like you have to go it's, we should go back we I, sarah and i like told each other we would go back yeah I, it's kind of go green i want to i want to say it's like 40 or 50 bucks but now we're both vegetarian so i'm like oh my god what are we even gonna eat pepsi coke <laughs> pepsi pepsi <laughs> It's really, it's really a, it's just a comical experience. Yeah. And, and okay. So when I was going with that was, <laughs> I remember my camera got all fucked and I used to get like roasted because I have astigmatism in my left eye, which is the eye that I look into the viewfinder with when I was shooting. And, oh, and because of medieval TMS, um, my, my lens was broken. So I had to manually focus. Cause you dropped it or something? No. Cause the, the, like cause someone drink, jousted into your camera. I think that's exactly what I think I threw my camera <laughs> down there. Bit I was like action shot <laughs> <laughs> and <so> burst. <laughs> oh my. Burst. 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 Okay. Yeah. ASMR. <clears throat> And so people used to roast me because my photos would be like a tiny bit out of focus. And it was also just an old camera. And uh, I just remember there was this guy who was like. You're like, sorry, my dad's not the CEO of Adobe. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> Open wound. But yeah, um, this guy was like, you know, it doesn't matter what camera you have. It matters what you do with your product. And that mm-hmm. always resonated with me. And um, people say that about something else, too. <laughs> that was my attempt at a sarcastic whistle. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. Okay. Yeah. That's, I think it's fair. I think it applies to obviously a lot of things. That's but what she said. Oh, that's what I should have said. That is what you should have said. That oh, is what she man. should have said. That's what she should have said. <laughs> <laughs> and so aspirational. That's what she should have said. Oh my god. She thinks she could, so she should have said it. <laughs> Nevertheless, she, she should have said, said it. it. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, long story short. Her camera broken. Yeah, my camp broke. Did I just say her camera broke? <laughs> yeah, did you not mean to? Oh, my, my God. The other, oh, my God. My this is, like, maybe a little <laughs> bit too explicit for the pod. Maybe not, though. I was in the elevator with one of my coworkers, and we are talking about, like, bringing lunch to work versus eating out. 
maybe you can see where this is gonna go but hmm. we're like riding down and there was only one other person in the elevator he didn't work with us he works on a different a different floor different office and he had his headphones in so he didn't think he was listening to what we were talking about and we're riding down the elevator and she says yeah like i've just like eaten out so much time like i ate out with this person like um i was like i was eaten out by blue and she said like i was eaten out and the guy was just like the guy sitting in the elevator like took his ear like his ear pod out air pod out and he was just like uh, and it was just so awkward because I just, just looked like, at him and been like, "Mind your fucking business." I was like, "That's not what she was saying." Like she was talking about like eating out at a that's lunch. That's not what she said. Yeah, that's not what she should have said. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that as a next segment. Wow, opening segment. That's what she should have said. <laughs> that happens a lot. I feel like actually, you know, what has been happening to me recently that is proof of the simulation. This has been happening to me at least once a day. I'll be listening to something or my coach will be saying something or coach like my uh, teacher at like my classes, my workout. Class. Oh, I was like, <clears throat> you have a coach. Oh, my God. No. Like or I'll be watching TV or like anything. And I'll literally read a word that's said aloud at the exact moment. It's so cursed and it keeps happening to me. This girl was literally wearing Okay, granted, this isn't, like, that big of a coincidence, but I think she was saying her, 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 okay, so in Pilates, you have to wear these socks that have, like, little grips, and some people's socks are kind of cute, and some of them are ugly, and so for some reason, hers were, like, really cute, and they said release, and I was just, like, laying on my side doing these fucking leg lifts, and then she's, like, the, the teacher's just, like, going off and saying a bunch of things, and then she literally just says that word right when I happened to look at this girl's sock. It's not like I looked at her sock and was like, oh, yes, it says, like, release on it. Right. But I, like, looked down and it just says that. And it was just so cursed. I was like, what's going on? I was literally, okay, I was watching BoJack Horseman. And there's this scene that's, like, the, it's, like, a transitioning scene. And it says, like, the Kanga Roosevelt Hotel. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And then I, like, went on Twitter because it was, like, a transitioning scene. And I was obviously disassociating I was, I was watching the show as one does when you watch Bojack Horseman and I was on Twitter and I can't remember the context but I like I'm I swear to you the first tweet on my timeline was is kangaroo. something about kangaroo yeah and I was just like what the that is so cursed like I don't think about kangaroos I don't follow kangaroo accounts but like that was the first word and I was like what is going on this happens to me like twice a day and I know Mercury's in retrograde so a lot of simulation don't give it to you yeah I'm just like I don't know what's going on. I need someone to tell me what this means. I need to look into my sixth sense and figure out Mercury's in retrograde right now. Oh my God. There's like five planets in retrograde right now. This whole world is just spinning the fuck out of control. It makes sense. It makes sense. No, things are going pretty well for me right now. That smile. Can't see it, but I'm smiling. (laughs) That (laughs) smile. Maybe you can hear hear the sound of my cheeks like forming (laughs) into a smile. (laughs) We almost had our first guest on the podcast today because your cat just walked in here. Just walked out though. Oh my god! Well, the door is closed. So he's locked. Sarah's in here. cat doesn't really want to participate. Mm-mm. If you guys could nominate one person to be on our podcast, who would you nominate? Tweet us, please. I would love to know. I nominate Jared. Jared, I love you. Oh, <laughs> let's have a traveling podcast. I go down to LA. So fun. We actually do need to plan a trip to LA and go to Disneyland. Yes, because they're agree. having a special right now. Where if you have an annual pass, you can get forty dollars off or forty percent. Forty percent. 40 percent which is just the same which is literally 40 dollars. yeah 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 because sarah and i need to go experience pixar pier yeah we need to pop off and get some photos because everyone in my explore feed right now is just doing the most and they have up balloons at disneyland yeah they're so cute cute. i just like they have nom nom cookie 
from Incredibles. Yeah. The last the last time Sarah and I tried to record a podcast was between the time we were trying to watch The Incredibles because we have Movie Pass, so we went there and it was oh all God. filled up. So we had to get the later time to see The Incredibles too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then sad. come back later. So we tried to record a pod, and then Sarah ended up just telling a saga. Yes. Um, not suitable for the pod, unfortunately. <laughs> but unfortunately not. So, good saga, nonetheless. So, <laughs> yeah, it was... Well, it's actually appropriate that we didn't tell it on the podcast because this is a podcast about things you would hear when you're waiting in line mm-hmm. behind us, and mm-hmm. that's something you wouldn't have said in public. Okay, but something related to that saga that I would say... So, in the beginning of the saga, there was this girl who I was having trouble getting along with, one of those people who just, like, everything that they say... Everything that you say, they just, like, kind of have a problem with it. They find a way to disagree and yeah. undermine you. Yeah. And so... Uh, we all know someone like that. Exactly. And uh, that's Universal why this story truth. is relatable. But um, I was at my friend's birthday, and we were choosing a place to go out to dinner, and we had just eaten at the Chateau Marmont, which is already really expensive. And since it was a collective group of people... Also, you can't just pull 10 people together and be like, you have to be friends because it's my... It's just... You can't do that. Like, if you're planning a party, let me tell you right now, don't do that. Okay, just do small That only things. works if you go to medieval times. I agree, <laughs> because the, you don't even, you can be barbaric. You can't even see each other. Yeah, you could punch someone and be like, it was an accident, I'm <laughs> participating. But, okay, yeah, it's so interactive. We, we were going out to dinner, and uh, the girl who I guess was kind of planning everything was uh, just saying, asking people what they wanted to eat. And I'm not, I am not going to lie, I'm usually like, not the person who is going to say like what they don't want to eat because I don't know it makes me uncomfortable like I know that I should do that more but I don't I'm usually like oh I'm okay with whatever like oh relay some things to me and I'll um let you know what I yeah yeah Yeah. but I I was just in this mood and I was like I will I'm down for anything I just like I'm not a fan of like overpriced sushi and so that is something that has been bothering me that I know is I guess a problematic opinion but I just think as a sushi connoisseur, is that the word? Connoisseur. 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 <laughs> connoisseur. More Sh- things. Connoisseurma. Connoisseurma <laughs> concept. That's going to be your like, Finsta handle. Oh connoisseur concept. My Twitter bio. Connoisseurma um, concept. I, that sounds like the name of one of my family members on my Persian side. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I was just saying, like, I don't want to eat sugar fish. Like, I don't have a problem with it. It's just that, like, we could go to, like, a Chinese-owned Japanese restaurant in L.A., a Korean-owned one even, and I, the sushi's going to be the same level. And I don't know. I don't think that that's a rude or picky thing to say it's just that like like people love like nobu like it's fine and like if someone took me to nobu i'd be like one of my coworkers is going nobu tonight okay i'm a little jealous my like my like senior associate basically like senior to me he's going tonight and i saw him today and he was he was because he was flying to la today and he was wearing his outfit and he was like do you think this is appropriate for nobu and it was like a volcom like button down long sleeve jeans and like sneakers and I was like, and I was like, do you have any other shoes? And he's like, yeah, I have like wingtips, like leather wingtips. And I'm like, okay, just put those on. Like, that's just gonna have to do. Yeah. Like, because Nobu is a place where you like show up to show out. Like, you wear like alternative. Nobu is a power move. No, oh my god. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, just just the word Nobu is a power yeah. move. Yeah, Nobu. Like everything at Nobu. <laughs> Nobu. Nobu. I drive a Nobu. <laughs> <laughs> There's Nobu here. Yeah. I've just never had an inclination to go because well, it's me so neither. pricey. It's pricey, and it's like that's where you, you go don't... if you have a sugar daddy. It's literally, like, I wouldn't even go there for my birthday. I would, no. Or, like, a grad It's not, dinner. like, a fun place. It's kind of serious, I feel like. Yeah, it's literally a power move. It's literally yeah. when you're, like, 
oh just i got so promoted you can tag it. that is a place where you literally go just so you can tag it yes like you if you go to nobu and you don't take a photo of the experience it almost seems like your money wasn't worth it yeah like it literally is part like part of the bill should be like oh you took photos like yeah that's part of the bill because like it just is that way yeah and yeah I just, oh my god i went to a watch museum when i was in europe what? which sarah yeah. loves when i like just europe. humble brag the europe <laughs> she loves it um when's the next podcast coming out i don't know you guys are gonna have to wait two weeks when i come back i didn't think that europe. that was that big of a like a, a little flex you could have just been like pretty soon wink <laughs> but it was like i just wanted to be realistic yeah. like i i wanted to give them a reason like Obviously, there was nothing more than I would like to do after reading all those reviews and record the podcast. Fair. But I was going to be out of the country, so we could have done it over Skype. But, like, I did not have an hour in the day free. Mm. Anyway, whatever. I was in Europe. <laughs> we went to the Patek Philippe Museum, which is really, oh, really... Oh, Patek ex- Philippe. Yeah. 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 Really expensive, like, jewelry and watch brand. And it's in Geneva. And we had an hour in the museum in Austin. My boyfriend is obsessed with watches and really into that whole culture. And so we went and... Before we went, Austin said, like, hey, I don't think we're allowed to take photos in the museum. Like, he read a review, that, like, read the website, and it was, like, no photos at all in the museum. Like, none. None of yourself, none of anything. And I was, like, Sounds like of, when I visited 30 Rock. It's, like, kind of interesting, because I haven't really been to a museum like that. But I'm, like, okay, whatever. We buy the tickets when we get in. I don't see anything about that. So I take a couple photos, photos of him in the museum, because I'm, like, there's no way I'm not going to take a photo of Austin, like, one of his most dreamed like desired places of all time like it's like one of his dreams i'm like of course i'm gonna document him being here and so it's fine nothing happens it doesn't not like my phone explodes no it's fine (laughs) but we go to the next floor up and we walk around and there's this kid in like soccer pants and kind of like streetwear like john mayer-esque clothing (laughs) i was like that's interesting that he'd be i guess john mayer's into watches so maybe it actually just worked out (laughs) anyway he was looking at like this exquisite like beautiful ornate gold like like detailed watch with like a crystallized blue face like it was beautiful mm. and it was like 300 years old beautiful he's looking at it and he takes some photos <gasps> and the security guy happened to be standing like the room over he walks over and he says like you need to delete those and i was like that's a power move to literally walk over and the- actually the power move wasn't him saying he needs to delete them the kid was like okay like he's he said like yes i'll delete them wow that's the guy like the guy stood next to him until he did it but the did guy. he make them delete them from his recently <gasps> deleted folder? So that's what Austin said. <laughs> Is I watched the guy. The, the kid literally had to show him. He selected all the photos and deleted them. He had to show him that. And I was like, that is really serious. Even recently deleted? I was almost worried. No, he didn't check that. Because <laughs> the, the, the security guard was o- older. Don't bass. Don't bass. Yeah, but I was, <clears throat> Austin was like, yeah, he could have just easily retrieved those from his recent deleted after he left the museum. I was worried, like, uh, upon leaving, they'd be like, Twitter. open your camera roll and show us. Hmm. Like, almost like TSA, like, open your bag and show us. Like, open your <laughs> camera roll and show us. Like, what you took photos of. Oh and I was like, mm. I just thought that was really interesting. Like, that's, like, really controlling. I mean, Ariana Grande was known for doing that when she would take photos with fans. If it was on her right side, which is supposedly her bad side, <sighs> she would literally be like, no, delete, delete that. You can't I would be like, do that. You can't be like that when you're a celebrity, though, because you're going to get so many unwanted photos of yeah, yourself. Yeah, no. There was like, a- I have more or less control over my image because no one's really posting photos of me. Like, I've, I don't think I've ever had a photo someone just randomly, candidly took of me and just posted. Maybe mm. on Facebook. mm like yeah that's probably the only place that you would have yeah but like that i don't use facebook anymore <laughs> they're like i've been getting like older coworkers adding me on facebook and nothing against them like i doubt they're listening to this but like nothing against them it's fine mm-hmm. but it's just kind of weird because like what's the point yeah like what's the point i don't even use this platform I think it's why literally you even bother like, to add me i just, think it's literally like don't forget me if you 
that's probably it i've always wondered i literally had a poll on twitter that was like no wait i didn't it wasn't a poll because this was like one of those weird like deep night thoughts and i was also (laughs) like if we could do free response on twitter anonymously that would be great but i was thinking i was like what is the motive of fucking adding someone on facebook because like these days yeah because like it used to be like oh i'm gonna add all my classmates the first because you want the likes you want the likes in your photos you want the attention like you want people to see but now when i meet a new person my inclination is never to find them on facebook i don't even look for them i don't even care yeah i I think it's literally just don't forget yeah i don't necessarily even look for them on instagram either like yes professionally i'll add them on linkedin yeah that's like my move either i do linkedin or if we get to know each other better i'll say instagram yeah but there's no middle ground of facebook anymore yeah like i just don't care because those are the only people that ever add me anymore is like older coworkers, and i'm like i don't know why you got you guys have my phone number yeah like why do you need to add me on facebook yeah i think it's because facebook is a way it's like you can add the most broad range of people and you can if you are an active user which neither of us is you can kind of keep up with nice someone grammar without, is that that's that? the correct grammar okay good i was nice like, that sounded shout out weird. yeah okay shout sarah out to and i had the shout same out. english teacher in high school and he taught us many good things shout out hernandez mark okay. hernandez your idol <laughs> <laughs> um Wow, where was I going with my lost thought? It doesn't matter. Neither of us is oh, active. Oh, we're not active on Facebook. And so if you were, like, if you do add me on Facebook in order to, like, keep up with me, you're not going to find shit. I don't have. Do- there's nothing on Sarah. There's nothing. We-, we talked about that last episode. There's nothing on you. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's weird. It's You I could just... Google you and find more than you'd find on your yeah, Facebook. Yeah, my Facebook. I, it's I, it's I wasteland. Put, yeah, I put a lot of effort into hiding as much as I could. And I don't know. I, I do understand why you wouldn't want to follow me on Instagram because I don't use my Instagram the way in, the average, to use this term, local. Local. <laughs> would... Sarah's not a local. There's no way. Sarah's not a local. No. Um, And so I think that people there's definitely like if you're just like an acquaintance you're not going to want to see my day-to-day multiple shares a day posts on instagram and then twitter is i mean i have close friends who don't even know that i use twitter because not a lot of twitter's a cult is a weird thing so i figured out one of my coworkers has a twitter because she was talking about she saw a tweet from the other day and Mm -hmm. you can see tweets in various platforms and not necessarily be on twitter but then i was like oh i bet she has a twitter but it wasn't like oh what's your you would never ask someone what's your username no it's weird you, you can't find, ask people you that. just find it yeah you can't ask people that like you have to just wait to see so, like a mutual friend retweet one of their things and then yeah. you find them that way i got it's, twitter's such a unique platform because you just can't like it's so like it, you just can't be a local on it like mm-hmm. you have to be this is what i've heard about twitter and it's true for me it's true for you it's true for every single person i've ever met who enjoys twitter now you make a twitter account you don't fucking know what's going on, so you don't use it. <laughs> Someday you come back to it, and you're like, this shit is fire. <laughs> Once you follow the right accounts, or you follow like the right people who then retweet the right yeah. accounts, which is great now because a lot of my Twitter feed is just you and three other people liked this tweet. Oh, I love That's that. That's the yeah. best content is when like three other people have all liked the same tweet, and I'm like, this, this tweet is a is concept. Concept. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think... If you want to start a Twitter, the best way is to find someone who has the same sense of humor yes. as you and then follow who they follow. Yes. Follow this, everyone they retweet. That's modern. That's pretty easy. That's modern. Yeah. Yeah. Social politics, yeah. man. <laughs> it's it's really funky. Yeah. I think. And, and the thing about Twitter that's weird is like I have started posting screenshots of tweets that I have. Or I had one about like Paul Walto that I thought was funny. And I got a good amount of people who followed me from that because they saw my handle. But like. I everyone knows that I have the same weird username for Mm -hmm. all of my social media but I literally have never like had such a 
saturated amount of people follow me all at once because I guess like you just you just don't look for people I don't know no it's not a discovery it's not a discovery platform no like Instagram it's so easy to find people you kind of know because you go to discover feed it's like people that Sarah have liked I'm like oh that's Sarah's friend from high school or that's Sarah's from college that I've like seen before and like could follow right it's so easy to find people you maybe know or you're in the explore feed and you like something and you really quickly unlike it because you realize that you kind of know them yeah you're like oh shoot that's like her younger sister Uh." (laughs) by the way if you do that to me I have I think you too well what do you mean like if if someone does that to me and then quickly unlikes I wouldn't even know because I turned off my notifs. Yeah. That's a power move. <laughs> is that a power move? Yeah, I guess so. It is yeah. a power move. I did that a couple years ago. I turned off my lock screen notifications, so I no longer get, like, every time someone tweets at me, the only thing I get on my lock screen are texts and emails, because I think those are some things that kind of need immediate attention. Yeah. I get comments on Instagram and okay. then texts. Okay. And then I have emails, but I don't... I, I don't know why my emails, like, they don't come in as soon as they come in. They come in, like, it'll be, like, it's been 25 minutes, and then I'm, like... Because I'm on low battery mode. On low battery mode doesn't always come in. Yeah. What? Which I don't really care. I'm, like, yeah, whatever. What anyway, it's it's kind of nice to have it that way, because that way you control when you log into your phone, basically. You don't just, like... Because if you keep everything on, there's always a reason to open your phone. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I have to say I turned off Twitter notifications because I used to be and I still am a ferocious tweet and deleter in that <laughs> I would tweet a single brain cell, cell thought, send tweet that bitch, and then I would check my phone constantly and be like, I have like no like no notifications because no one's liking this and it made me so butthurt oh that's another thing like the absence of notifications can yeah, you out too because then I was yeah, like I, I have to manually check and then like Okay, I have certain types of followers, including Jared, who purposefully like my single brain cell tweets, and and it makes me not want to delete them, which is a great thing. But also, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's it's weirdly like it's encouraging to know that it's a mystery. Like it's literally Schrodinger's cat. Like, did this tweet flop? I don't know because I didn't check it. It could have popped off. We literally don't know because I have to check. It's a mystery aspect. Yeah, I I love a I love a good mystery. I was that (laughs) I was a weirdo. In high school, everyone thinks this is the weirdest thing about me is that when I got my SAT score, I didn't check it for like two and a half or three months. I just didn't check it. I got the email, just didn't check it. That's a power move. That is like, because I just loved the feeling of like, I'm stronger than the SAT. Like I can like withhold from it. I don't need it. Like nothing's going to change. Mm-hmm. Like even if I, like me checking it and like me before checking it, me after checking it, like say, like doesn't matter. So I like to have that kind of mystery element because it keeps it kind of exciting. Like. It, will they won't they is it good or that's not that's literally applicable to my love life <laughs> I, I was are we thinking, gonna talk about that on the pod i feel like that's so fun Ooh, i don't know maybe our followers should tell us if that's something that they want us to talk about then we can get mine's into it. pretty consistent and predictable so i also don't think it would be appropriate for me to be like here's the latest fight that me and austin got in <laughs> <laughs> love isn't real <laughs> yeah i think that only validates love like I wouldn't know I don't like when people say like oh we've never gotten in a fight I'm like huh like y'all don't talk yeah (laughs) yo yeah literally I'm like huh like I think it's cool when I disagree with people because that means I'm comfortable enough with them where I know that that disagreement's not going to shatter the relationship Mm -hmm. does that make sense Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like I like when I can voice a different opinion from you like we share mostly the similar opinions and like if it gets the topic of like religion and politics that can definitely get a little bit too hard to argue about but when it comes to things like oh is it actually more environmental to use a cloth bag or a paper bag Mm -hmm. that's actually come into recent 
like the amount of energy it takes to create a cloth bag mm-hmm. a reusable bag is actually more than it would take to recycle a paper one mm-hmm. i don't know anyway like things that. things like that like it's fun to talk yeah. about those but like if you can't talk about that with one of your friends it probably means that your relationship isn't strong enough to withhold these like yeah I opposite agree. opinions i think that like i say this all the time but in philosophy like you have to be willing to look at something both ways and i think that that's something that our like our political climate could benefit from is just when someone disagrees with you i mean there's moral and ethical things that are like that you can't have an opinion about this there's only the facts and then things that are make you a shitty person yeah but i think that there's definitely things where they appear to be touchy but so long as you're with two parties who are open-minded and know that they're not trying to tear each other apart with their opinions then i think that and you know it's all about the approach it's all about the comfortability that you have as you said but i think that if you are somebody who would like to strengthen your relationship with someone then be more open-minded yeah i think that it goes such a long way like some people like sometimes you don't even realize that you're not open-minded until you catch yourself like judging what someone else is saying Mm -hmm. and then i don't know you you let them talk and you don't have to agree with them just because you let them Mm -hmm. kind of elaborate it just means that you're yeah hearing them out i just think you cannot be truly sure of anything until you doubt yourself just a little bit Mm. like if you've if you have an opinion you've never doubted like do you really actually know what you like what you believe if you haven't like doubted a little bit because you're so like, when, once you doubt something and you overcome that doubt your belief in that is so much stronger nevertheless like she wasn't sure if she should have oh my god <laughs> like like let's talk about religion for like a tiny second just because i yeah, actually I love, love i love religion i love talking I about love, it i am so not religious scientology i can which it, is that a religion or a corporation still big question mark on that one <laughs> But um, Mormonism as one religion is one that you're not really supposed to doubt. Um, if you, like, come forward with doubts to, like, your minister, like, I don't know what the religious figures there are. It's like you, they kind of really... You get booted. You get kind of, like, skept- like skepticism is, is um, raised about you if you start to doubt the religion. But I'm like, no. That's such a... Like, in my... I was raised Unitarian Universalist, which no one knows because it's very small. But it's basically, like, the most progressive religion in the world. Like, there's no religious texts like there's no bible there's no nothing you come up with your own belief system which i think is incredible and did so many good things for me but like they literally teach you like doubt whatever you want like Mm -hmm. doubt the existence of like an afterlife doubt like if there's a god because like having those things and thinking through them is such makes you such a stronger religious person than Mm -hmm. just blindly believing whatever and never doubting it Mm -hmm. like i think that should be built into every religion is like some coming of age portion where you get to like doubt Mm -hmm. that's why you people should take philosophy classes yeah that too that too was religion like i we had i i took one philosophy class in college Mm -hmm. because i thought i'd be good at it newsflash philosophy is hard (laughs) like it's so hard it is it's so because it's all about structuring your argument in like a sound way that no one can attack it Mm -hmm. and that takes so like that's why philosophy majors become lawyers because you have such a sound argument that no one can like even knock on it like if you threw a pebble at that like no glass would break yeah like, you could like anyway i took one class with oh my god your cat is like want to come be a guest he's like bump it <laughs> he looks sweaty how does he look sweaty <laughs> sweaty anyway the the one lecture i remember most from my philosophy class that i took with one of my housemates squirrel was about marriage mm. like the philosophy of marriage and he gave us all these scrap pieces of paper 
and they all had different new philosophies about the way marriage could be structured. Mm -hmm. And one of them was, okay, when you enter into a marriage, it's a renewable license, kind of like your passport or your driver's license. So if it's like your passport, it'll come up for renewability like every 10 years. Mm -hmm. So every 10 years, you you come into an agreement with your partner. You say, hey, are we going to continue this or are we going to give it up? It's like a a lease in an apartment. Mm -hmm. Like, do you want to be month to month or a year? (laughs) I think that's so healthy. I think it is too. Like checking in and having, and it doesn't mean that you necessarily have to doubt the relationship every 10 years, but it means that you get to have a period of reflection and check in and say, what do I like about this? What do I not like about it? Mm -hmm. Because the way marriage is now, there's no, there's no period of reflection and checking in. You just kind of say, I can treat you however I want. And like, (laughs) we're married. Like you can divorce, but like, yeah how cool would that like so with the philosophy class because i had always believed in like marriage is just like you get married and like optimally don't divorce yeah but i was like wow this could be such a better system that i'm open to just because you start to you know philosophy opens you up to those things i always i it's reminding me of like cast reunions like when the keeping up with the kardashians will do like a you know after five seasons they'll do like a huge you know how they have like a panel and they'll like talk about the season or something like that okay i don't know like teen mom does that okay i know yeah i'm like i don't even watch real housewives I think that, okay, I can't speak for romantically, but I think platonically, like, that would be, that would have been, if that was a socially acceptable thing to, like, sit down with someone and be like, hey, so it's been, like, another three months since we last checked in, and, well, What's, I don't really know, yeah. like, if if uh, we compliment each other as well as I thought, and, like, maybe I need a little bit of space, like, I think that would have really benefited me, instead of me just being, like, let me slowly grow apart from this person because I feel like that's what I need. But wow. then I don't know, like, see, this is what, this is why philosophy is so important. It's so yeah. applicable. Yeah. And I That'd think it's so cool. I think it's, it's cool. If and you could have like a season of friendship. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like after season one, you check in. After yeah. season two, you check in. Yeah. Because they don't, they change. And you, and you the, thing, change. the thing about those episodes too, is they always review the footage from the season. Mm-hmm. So you review the different episodes of your friendship mm-hmm. and you say, oh, based on that, mm-hmm. do we want to continue for, if we want to renew for season two? Yeah. I think, or anything, do we want to like spin off and do a different show I think or add some new characters? <laughs> I, it, it's, it's weird because like, it wouldn't even have to be like drama and fighting. It would literally just be like, oh yeah, like, uh, as you can see, like I from this experience, show montage, play montage, yeah. I have changed in this way and I just don't know if like This is a black mirror episode, Sarah. Holy fuck. We need to pitch this. <laughs> I'm so Cause down. if you use a technology that if you can view your friendship, the oh rewind. Like or if like you could contact. use that and it could the, the the AI, yeah, could like show you the most important moments of your friendship and then you could just review those and then based on the review, it would automatically tell you if you should become friends or not, like continue your friendship. Because psychologists, psychologists now can literally listen to a couple, an engaged couple, for 20 minutes and tell you if your marriage is going to last with, like, really high accuracy. Wow. Because I mean, they I know the it. triggers. They know the signals. They know the communication style that needs to be uh, well, it there. Sounds like it sounds like any one of my girlfriends explaining a fuckboy and me being like, I think that's a fuckboy. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that would be so cool. I know. Shit. We need to pump it and crash it. Oh, my God. We need to pump the idea pump it and then yeah. you need to Cortico, <laughs> <laughs> Noel, where are you <laughs> oh my god uh love a good good podcast i like i like these i like our philosophical ending yeah i think that was nice and yeah. we're actually coming right up on time yes so we like to set little goals for ourselves and this was like, and one of you actually said it was a perfect length of a podcast. Yeah. So because one of you said that, we're going to keep it. I know. So Inc- yeah. that was very encouraging. If another one of you says that, then we're definitely going to keep it. Mm. So. Maybe leave it in a review. I yeah. don't know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
good little plug for reviews on iTunes. Give it a five star, please. And if you really love us, write words. Mm. Write some words in there. Leave us a comment. I love reading those. And if you share this on your Instagram story or your Twitter and you tag us, we will 100% notice that and also enter you into the raffle to um, pump you and crash you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Well... I'm going to go update my Twitter bio to Kaneshwarma Concept. So It's been real. It's been real. It's been fun. Thanks for tuning in. I can't say it's been real fun. No, it actually has been really fun. Boo. I love you all. Thanks for listening to In Line at the Mary Berry. We'll catch you in line next week, <laughs> maybe at Costco for some of their new acai bowls. Ooh. We'll see. All right, bye. Over and out.